Stand up, Nuggets Nation. It's now time for the Mile High Hoops Podcast with Zach By, Presented by Superbook Sports. On your home for the most Nuggets content. Denver Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. What is up and welcome to another edition of the Mile High Hoops Podcast. As always, I am your host, Zach By, And as always, I appreciate you spending a sliver of your busy day with me here on the pod. Reacting to... Well, a couple things. At the time of recording, it is Monday morning, June 6th. I came into work early uh, to get this uh, done before I go on the air for three hours um, for a couple different reasons. But anyway, uh, Josh Kroenke spoke to the media on Friday afternoon. We were live on the air taking the audio that, um, you know, and I made sure to emphasize this when we were on the air and teasing up to it. Uh, we have not heard from Josh Kroenke in a long time, okay? He is not the owner. Uh, on paper, Stan Kroenke is the owner, but for all intents and purposes, Josh Kroenke is kind of the owner. I mean, at the at the end of the day, it, it, it falls on Stan's lap. But, like, decision-wise, um, most of this stuff, most, is on the plate of Josh. Now, now maybe this did reach uh, Stan's desk. You know, this is that big of a, a thing, the, the Tim Connolly departure. Maybe that did. Um, but anyway, semantics aside, uh, aside Josh Kroenke speaking to uh, the media for the first time in a long time. And I found it fascinating, to be completely honest with you. We ended up taking the entire press conference, which must have been like 35, 40 minutes or something like that, live on the air. And there were several different um, facets, uh, layers to uh, the press conference. One, here's, and I'm just going to share with you just, just my thoughts here. Um, I'll start with the, um, the no equity for Tim Connolly. Uh, if you listen to the most recent episode of this podcast and we were reacting to the Tim Connolly departure, one of the major, hmm, call it maybe hiccups, um, it was kind of in our blind spot. We, we weren't exactly sure what the equity situation was, but it was, be- it was being reported um, that there was some sort of equity involved. And when I was drawing my criticism towards Josh Kroenke and the Denver Nuggets, KSE's decision to not um, match whatever Minnesota was doing or, or get in the same ballpark, whatever Minnesota was doing, I, I, I was um, sure to say, look, could, could he have been more aggressive with the money? Um, like, the, like the annual average value stuff? Yeah, he probably could have, probably should have. But where I draw a line of, like, expectation for you is the equity line. Now, like, if they're really giving him equity of a franchise, I don't know, what are the Minnesota Timberwolves worth? Like $2 billion, something like that, maybe high one, whatever. But what could it be worth in a decade? You know, Tim Connolly's still, you know, young for his position. You know, and I said, look, if I don't fault the Cronkies necessarily for not giving him a piece of ownership pie. Well, it turns out that that is not the case. I mean, we've learned that now since the last time we recorded that uh, Tim Connolly doesn't have equity in the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's more like a, a bonus based on future valuations of the Minnesota Timberwolves. So like, I just kind of like in my own mind, okay, like if in, you know, three years, if Minnesota Timberwolves, you know, are up in value, he can get a bonus that, I don't know, might be as big as his yearly salary. I, I just don't know what that looks like. We, we're just not sure. But that's different, though. That's different than equity in the 
franchise itself. So that's an important, um, important difference there. And, and I, I will admit to you, I was a little bit more disappointed that the Nuggets couldn't retain Tim Connolly uh, when the ownership pie was not real as we thought. But then again, according to Josh Kroenke, you know, he wasn't, um, he wasn't really made aware of what Tim's deal looked like. He's like, that's, I don't know what it looked like. That's, that, ask the Minnesota Timberwolves. Ask Tim Connolly. So, look, when Josh Kroenke said, I fought like hell and did everything that we could do to bring Tim Connolly back, is that 100% uh, the truth? No, I I don't believe that. I don't believe that to be true. They they could do whatever they want to do, right? They're billionaires. Um, And if if there wasn't, like, direct equity, then you probably could have just wrote a bigger check, right? So it sounds like... um, they have a sort of line of demarcation of what that position is to be paid. They were willing to go up, but they weren't willing to get in the same stratosphere as Minnesota. And I just think that's sort of obvious at this point. Um, after the dust starts to settle, they have tears. And they, uh, Josh Kroenke referred to, and this was really one of the most, most fascinating portions of the, the uh, media availability, is the beef now. Like, there seems to be real heat between the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Denver Nuggets. And it does not sound like Josh Kroenke was happy at all with how this deal went down. Now, uh, just to be fair, before we get into some of um, uh, his comments about the T-Wolves, like, you did let Tim Connolly reach his option year. Like, he had an option year. He said after the Wizards thing didn't, uh, after he turned down the Wizards thing three seasons ago, and they made him team president, and they redid the deal. They said, let's take a look at what the market is for this position in three years. And he said, we, we made sure to put in a, an option for Tim. Well, much like the, the you know, cable deal being up, like you, you allowed it to get to that point. You allowed it to get to the um, option year. And I do think there's fair criticism from that standpoint that – you did allow it to get to the option for him to exercise that option. Should you have gotten front of this last season? Yeah, probably. I mean, if if you um, if you think like if Josh Kroenke thinks that the Nuggets got spurned here and it's a loss, which I would expect that to be the case, um, then you probably should have got out in front of it. If you're fine with moving forward with Calvin Booth and paying him less, then then maybe you're okay with not getting out in front of it. Me personally believes that Tim Connolly is one of the best at his position in the entire sport, and you make sure you do everything in advance to make sure that uh, he's happy, that he's content, that he doesn't entertain something like this. So I do think that's fair criticism. Now, the, the, the way that this thing went down is really interesting because Josh was freaking pissed. You could tell. He called the Minnesota Timberwolves on two different occasions on Friday a desperate franchise, and twice he referred to the Minnesota Timberwolves entering uh, uh, from a contract standpoint with Tim through the side door, and almost like they didn't come correct, like they didn't come knocking on the front door. They came in through the side door and sort of poached him, and he used that exact uh, verbiage. Now it, it, it was, um, you know, to his credit, and and, and we're, we're as a community, as a Nuggets community. Um, I think in general, we are very, very, very slow to give Josh Kroenke credit. Um, to his credit, you know, he, he did say, and this sort of resonated with me, he said, 
look, this is twice now when, you know, I hire a guy in Masai Ujiri, Tim Connolly, and I'm told I'm dumb on the front end of it because these guys aren't proven, and then I'm done, uh, I'm dumb when, you know, other teams come and poach them. So he's like, I get called dumb twice. <laughs> you know, these guys were these guys were good hires. And, you know, obviously you keep your fingers crossed about Calvin Booth, uh, who's been promoted to president of basketball operations, uh, that, that, that A, he's got the chops for it, um, and B, something like this doesn't happen again. But to think that it couldn't is naive because obviously at this point there's a real track record. But the rivalry between the two organizations is very real at this point. Now, Josh Kroenke did say, that Tim Connolly is his friend, uh, that he's been his friend, and that he'll uh, that he'll remain his friend. I don't know how much those two will be talking here moving forward. I I, I I'm not sure about that. There was a couple different tells that you know when he said uh, you, you know when Minnesota you know comes in and starts you know throwing money around at people you know some people they 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 get fixated on it in their mind and then they can't move past it and you know obviously he's talking about Tim there so i think um i think i would guess although he said the right thing mostly into a microphone i would guess that relationship um is pretty frosty okay in terms of the tv deal we weren't given a clarity on what was next, it did sound like Josh knows what's next. Um, the courts are slow. I'm not willing to say one way or the other, guys, to be quite honest with you. I am not willing to say one way or the other. I would love to come in here and say, yeah, based off what I heard in the press conference, it seems like a resolution to bringing Nuggets basketball back into every you know cable-having household in the Denver Metro is imminent. I, I just can't tell you that. Um, I would have loved to tell you that last offseason as well and the offseason before that. Uh, I am conditioned at this point to have very, very low expectations uh, in this regard with this TV deal. It was interesting to hear him openly call, um, and, and not that we didn't know this was the case, but to hear Josh Kroenke himself say uh, altitude has been a disaster. Um, this, th- this situation um, is a disaster. Uh, he said, and and if we sign the deal that they wanted us to sign, it would be even more of a disaster. So I have no idea what's next. I really don't. I don't have a guess. Um, for, just for the sake of being optimistic, I would like to think that a resolution would be found before game one um, of the 2022-2023 season. But again, um, what what do I have to draw from? So that situation remains embarrassing for really everyone Um I'll share with you, I, I, I am embarrassed as a um, Denver sports person um, who covers the Nuggets. When I explain to people outside of the area the situation, it is, um, it's almost impossible for people who don't realize what's going on. It's almost impossible for them to realize what has been going on here. Um, and it just continues to be brutal. It continues to be embarrassing. And um, that is, that is uh, my number one criticism of Josh Kroenke and KSC is that um, it's not the Tim Connolly uh, stuff. It's about that this uh, Metro uh, can't watch your product, and it's an entire generation of would-be Nuggets fans that has been stunted. But all this stuff has been said before through the years, but just to reset it, there's really no no news. Not not really. Um, you could do, like, faux updates uh, about the next, it, but it's just, it's, 
these guys have met with judges and they reconvene and they'll meet again and reconvene and it's just a slow process and it sucks. Um, So, okay, um, we're going to compartmentalize that and keep that where it is. We did get an update on a potentially new practice facility and it sounds like that is very much in the works and it sounds like there's going to be more development um, building around Ball Arena and it sounds like a practice facility could be right next door. Uh, what, how they work with Eliches and zonage and stuff like that around that area downtown um, still remains to be seen. Some stuff was leaked last month. Josh felt comfortable enough to comment on it. And he said, uh, in so many words, he said, we are going to put together a facility that uh, we can all be proud of. Now, the, there's been much consternation about this conversation. Like, do the Nuggets need a facility? There's people who use it as real criticism against how cheap the Cronkies are. I will not tell you that you are wrong. Uh, two-thirds of this league have a dedicated practice facility. The Denver Nuggets are not one of the two-thirds. They are one of the one-third who has a practice court that's on an upper level of the arena itself. Um, it's not It's not very big. It's not very grand. It's just sort of, um, you know, it's a, it's a bare-bones practice facility. Again, we can argue how much this is needed, um, I would argue that for perception purposes, it is it matters, um, especially to players that don't play here. Like, Denver has been a really um, impossible team to land free agents. I think that becomes, not that it would be the sole reason that a free agent would come here, absolutely not. But I think when you start adding up some of the you know positives for the organization, that could be on the list, like a world-class practice facility. To think that player, players themselves don't care about that, um, is very naive. They do care. So uh, I think I think it matters. I, is, it, is it number one on the priority list for the organization? No, um, but it's not last either. So it sounds like they're getting to it, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, in terms of Calvin Booth, um, one of my biggest takeaways from the presser is uh, Josh Kroenke saying that Calvin Booth is someone he's learned is willing to make ruthless decisions. Now, um, it's still largely unknown who he's going to be. Uh, as as a, 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 the, the basketball, the, the leader on the basketball side, but it has been speculated uh, leading up to even that quote that Calvin would be more uh, willing to execute just uh, bold moves, that maybe Tim Connolly, who is so process-oriented, who is so we-don't-skip-steps, um, you know, bumper-sticker mentality, uh, would be less willing to make. I think um, with that speculation now married with the comments from Josh Kroenke that he is willing to make ruthless decisions, um, what do what what, you know, what does that look like over the next two to three years around Nikola Jokic? And does he believe that this core um, can win a title the way that Tim Connolly believed that to be the case? We just don't know yet. So it's a fascinating storyline to watch. But when I heard um, Kroenke say that, Josh Kroenke say that, I'm like, huh. He's saying that, but we haven't made you know, the the Denver Nuggets haven't made moves like that are just like under the thumb of of Calvin Booth. Like he hasn't been in this position, so there must be conversations being had behind the scenes of what potentially could, what deals could be made, um, maybe even specific players involved. Um, I think that's fair speculation at this point um, to 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 hear that from Josh, and for that to already be um, the speculation in the first place. So. Hang tight, buckle up. You know who knows? Could that be you know moving Bones Highland for you know X Y Z? Could that be packaging Michael Porter Jr.? 
could you know that be you know packaging Will Barton, Monte Morris, a first round pick, you know, et cetera. We 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 just don't know. Um. Okay, those are some of my bigger uh, thoughts about the um, reacting to the Josh Kroenke press conference. Uh, split reviews um, on it. Some people just don't believe a word that is coming out of his mouth. I'm not going to tell you um, that that's not the case. Um, but at the same time, so far, and, and again, how you divvy up credit is very um, subjective. But the, the Nuggets are in a position to compete for a championship. I believe that uh, the Colorado Avalanche are in a position to compete for a championship. That's great, guys. And just because, like, it's the ultimate two things can be true at the same time. You can have uh, fair criticism directed towards Josh Kroenke and KSC for the television deal, like I do, for you know letting Tim Connolly leave uh, without having equity from the Timberwolves, like I do, uh, but also acknowledge like. They, you know, in terms of KSC, they've um, two things are both true here. They have com- uh, put together championship level teams. So unfortunately, it takes a certain uh, level of faith here moving forward. Because again, like with the TV deals, we just don't know. Calvin Booth, well, who's he going to be? We just don't know. Um, so it's a lot of this stuff is sit and wait, wait and see, see how it all works out. But for me, the TV deal that that thing has to get squared away. Um, because it's just embarrassing for all parties involved. There has to be an avenue to get these games back in front of the public in Denver. Um, there's just no excuse. It's just criminal um, at this point, uh, considering how good these, both of these teams are, right? That's the point. If they suck, no one would care. I wouldn't be sitting here ranting about it, um, but they're really, really good, and, and we deserve to see them. Okay, uh, we'll leave it there for now. Um, I appreciate you being here with me. Tell a friend, like, subscribe, all that great stuff. And we will check in a little bit later this week uh, with some of our mid-round thoughts on the NBA Finals, shaping up to be a good one. Okay, we'll leave it there. I hope you guys have a great week, and we'll check in next time on the Mile High Hoops podcast.